This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 286, with Mark D'Souza Shields. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Here is your host inside the dojo, MC Laubscher. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobster here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today, and in today's show, we're going to look at why you have to invest like you give a damn. My guest in today's episode is Mark D'Souza Shields. Um, he is an international sustainable development and investment consultant. He co-founded and was the first executive director of the Social Investment Organization of Canada. He has been an advisor to the United Nations and has been a member of the U.S. Social Investment Forum International Committee. He wrote Sustainable and Responsible Investment in Emerging Markets for the World Bank International Finance Corporation and led a U.S. aid project on transitions to private capital. He has written for leading online corporate sustainability magazines, including Triple Pundit, and sustainable brands and is the author of the sustainable century by design or disaster. He also contributes to his blog, the sustainablecentury.net blog, and also has the sustainable century podcast. The hardest things he has done are convincing his mother-in-law to make social investments and organic urban gardening in a semi tropical climate. He has worked and traveled in over 80 countries, and when not on the road, Mark lives in Mexico. Please share your feedback and thoughts on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MCLobsher or by email at info at CashflowNinja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at CashflowNinja.com or texting CashflowNinja to 44222. I'm publishing weekly and daily videos on YouTube. You can check out all of my videos at youtube.com forward slash cashflow ninja. Please subscribe to my channel to get updates when I post these videos. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion-dollar blueprint, followed by institutional investors. And if you are an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments, Penumbra Solutions, at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. Blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies will not only disrupt money, but every industry on the planet. These new innovations and technologies will affect every area of our lives in the future. The cryptocurrency course teaches you everything you need to know about getting started and profiting with cryptocurrencies and includes expert training from the top crypto experts in the world. You'll learn how to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrencies, how to safely store your crypto, how to become a sound investor investor, even if you're just a beginner, and how to apply blockchain technology to your business. You can watch a free crypto masterclass and grab the crypto course at cashflowninja.com forward slash crypto course. Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? 
Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the United States. Their simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Get your free copy of the ultimate guide to passive real estate investing at noradarealestate.com forward slash guide. Mark, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, MC, for inviting me. Yeah, could you please share a little bit about your uh, journey and background with my listeners? <laughs> well, you know, I wrote this book called Invest Like You Give a Damn, and everybody wants to know, how do, how do you end up being an economist who cares more about other people uh, and the world maybe than, you know, just making money, uh, which I have to admit I do like making money. But I went on a student exchange in 19, get this, 19... Uh, oh gosh, it was so long ago, 1981 to uh, Africa, and I lived in rural Canada. And I think you, you know, from where you're from, you can you can you can relate to that. And I got a call saying from the exchanged uh, organization, say, hey, hey, how would you like to go to Mali? And I said, sure. <laughs> I had no idea where that was. And if you know Africa at all, it's on the edge. It's a landlocked country that's on basically on the edge of the Sahara Desert, where people have absolutely nothing and really no opportunity and very little hope in many, many cases. And I thought, well, this just isn't right. How can there be so many people in the world living like that when we live in relative luxury? And, and at the time, there was a wonderful book out called um, uh, by John Elkington called The Green Money uh, Guide. And they just looked at how you... Uh, involve environmental decisions in your consumer purchases. And we thought, well, this is a wonderful thing to, to think about. Maybe we can use investments to do this. Now, I wasn't the originator. Obviously, it had been around for a bunch of years. What used to be called ethical investment uh, as social investment. And it's had many iterations over the years. And we just decided, a bunch of, a bunch of friends of mine uh, in Toronto and Canada, we said, let's, let's just form an organization. And we formed the Social Investment Organization of Canada, it was a professional organization of, of funds and uh, fund companies and individual uh, advisors. And at the time, there was $40 million in what could be considered in the asset class of, of SRI, which we now call a sustainable and responsible investment. And it just went from there. Uh, and now in Canada, there's over a, a trillion dollars uh, that are screened for social criteria. And in the United States, obviously, quite a lot more, 8.3 or $4 trillion. Um, and I've just been involved in trying to, you know, make my own life uh, interesting and uh, be well off by helping other people do the, the same. You touch on a very important point there that I think that people uh, overlook, and that is just the power that every single dollar in your pocket has. Um, and I don't think people um, understand it. And we live in a time where a lot of people around the world feel powerless just of what's going on in their countries and, you know, some of the politics and all that. But the power that people still have available to them is making decisions, whether it's purchasing decisions with that dollar or whatever, you know, whatever um, currency it is, but also, as you mentioned, in, in their investments. So if you don't like certain things and, and the way that companies are doing businesses, then don't buy their products and don't invest with them and don't buy their stock, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it all comes down to, and, and this is one of the things I really like the name of your, 
of, of, of your project there, the, and it, because it really comes down to discipline and it be, comes down to a bit of an art versus science. And you really have to practice, uh, uh, practice uh, in any aspect of your finance, household financial management, including your investments. And if you're bringing in this whole idea of your own social and or environmental values, you have to have even that much more discipline and you have to really pay attention. I mean, one of the things that we found out in the book when writing the book is that uh, most people feel a little bit overwhelmed uh, with everything that they need to do every day. And I wasn't even going to look at financial management, but in the end, I mean, I, I interviewed 50 or so investors and really clearly what they needed, what people were looking for more than anything else was, well, how do I manage my finances so I can actually save the most so then I can in turn invest and then in turn invest in a way that satisfies my own personal values? And I think you understated the, I, under, I think you understated the, the context these days. People are increasingly feeling um, unable to control their own uh, financial destiny. And I'll say there's two things that I, I think are really important there. One is that the, 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 the incessant marketing and selling, I mean, it is absolutely everywhere now. And that really has an effect on how we feel as a person saying, you know, if my kid doesn't have an iPhone, I'm not a good parent. Well, right. that's not true. And, and the second thing I think about it is, again, it, it, this whole feeling of, I have absolutely no control of everything, so why bother? You know? But if you, if you sit and you take a practice, a disciplined art, as you, you were saying, uh, you can actually take control of your, both your financial management and then your long-term you know, sort of investment management as well. And bringing the uh, SRI uh, variables into it is actually something that a lot of people love. And it makes them feel like they have more control, not just about their own money, but the way the world is going in general, saying, I don't like where it's going. I want to help. And I, and I want to do well by doing that. Exactly. Uh, now, a lot of folks might be listening to you and saying, well, you know, my, it's in mutual funds. You know, their money's in mutual funds in a qualified retirement plan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, for a lot of folks out there. Um, and you know, my initial response would be, that's the first place you've got to look at, at what, what, what is your money supporting? What is in there and what companies are in there and what are they doing? Because um, that could be one of the first steps. What's, what's, and therefore, I mean, as to your, your book, th therefore you should give a damn, you know, yeah. what your money is supporting. What are yeah. some of the, the other things that you hit on in the book of really no. why they should no. give a damn? Well, I mean, we've seen two great examples recently, MC. Uh, one is the whole gun issue and gun violence. And the other one is, you know, International Women's Day just passed. And there was a lot of examples about, you know, uh, uh, how companies, large and small, have implicit biases uh, against women so that they can't compete and or uh, contribute uh, to their full extent in the economy. I'll just go quickly back to guns. I don't want to talk about the politics of it, but if you don't like guns, it's a fairly simple thing to get out of your portfolio. Um, and you can do it in respons financially responsible ways. For example, you can take a look at an exchange-traded fund like the MC, MSCI KLD Social 400, um, and it tracks the uh, standard and poor. Uh, and it's been around since 1990, so 28 years. And it's had uh, basically shadowed performance. 
of the S&P, and it doesn't have defense or gun manufacturing in the portfolio at all. So last year, it did 20%. The S&P did 20%, essentially, you know, give or take a few pennies here and there. And so you can do well uh, uh, investing in things that are aligned with your values. Um, again, though, you have to decide that's what you want to do, and that's a disciplined step you want to, you need to take. One of the things we found in the book, though, MC, is that people, uh, because they do feel overwhelmed, uh, have a hard time saying, well, what should I do first? You know, I have my pension funds at work or whatever, and I just tick off the box, blah, blah, blah. And I have a chapter called Stomping the Devil of Inertia. And, and it's one of my favorite chapters because it all talks about the physics and the psychology of what keeps you from acting. You know, a doctor will give you the first pill of your antibiotics. So the, and if the doctor does that, if she does that, you will have a 87% higher chance of filling, of, of taking all your pills for your antibiotics, which is what you're supposed to do, right? Um, and so you take a small step. One of the things I suggest in my book is to say Calvert Impact uh, Capital uh, offers for as little as $50, you can make a super high impact. That means it's enormously impactful on a number of different social and or environmental uh, criteria for 50 bucks. And you can do it and it takes like 10 minutes. And it's not really an investment. If you think about it, it's 50 bucks. I mean, and it's a below, uh, it's a below market uh, return and, and that's okay. But what happens is it just gets you into the market. 50 bucks, you get money market returns. It's been around for like 20 years as well. So you're not going to lose money. Invest in great things like uh, low-income housing projects in southern United States, mortgage backing for uh, poor people in, in upper, upper state New York, uh, microcredit funds for women in Peru. So you feel this visceral connection to things that you care about. And you're not giving your money away like in a charity, which is good to do as well, but you're going to generate some return on that. You're listening to Mark D'Souza Shields on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. MC Lobsher is the host of the top-rated business and investing podcast, Cashflow Ninja, and also the president of Producers Wealth. Producers Wealth assists people in creating, protecting, and perpetually multiplying wealth in any economy through creating processes that help them increase their production, provide them with liquidity, passive income generators, and opportunities for enormous growth. Learn more about their time-tested and proven systems at yourownbankingsystem.com. You're listening to Mark D'Souza Shields on the Cashflow Ninja podcast, and now back to our interview. Yeah, I think uh, you you hit on a lot there. And I, I would also start and just from a takeaway point to your comment is, look at what you stand for. Look at your principles and values. If you if you're against GMO foods, make sure that you're not investing in companies that's supporting that. If you're against pollution, do your due diligence and don't support companies that do that. The same can be said for slave labor, the, the companies that are making profiting off of wars, big mm. pharmaceuticals, all these different things. Because th again, you might not think it's very, very powerful, but if every single person starts to realize what their money is in and allocate it a little bit better, uh, 
it's going to that ripple effect is going to re- reach the boardrooms yep. of these companies yep. and start forcing them to make better and better decisions. You're absolutely right. And one of the interesting phenomenons over the last like 15 years, I guess, in SRI, sustainable and responsible investment, is the fact that um, many larger companies like Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan, Bank America, who are not interested in this field at all, started receiving phone calls from individual investors or from small pension fund management companies saying, hey, we want these social environmental criteria attached to our investments, but you know we're buying your services and you're not offering them. And you know, within a year or so, they started offering these products. It's like calling your senator or congressperson, right? Mm. In the end, if you call them, the, the demand will speak. And they, what 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 does a free market economy respond to better? Nothing except demand. It's it's all about demand, and and so we can see that happening in pretty much everywhere. One thing I wanted to say, though, you you rattled off a pretty uh, knowledgeable congratulations list of of uh, you know social environmental criteria that are typically applied in SRI, uh, and some people actually go, oh my god, I you know all those things I don't want or I. It, or conversely, you want the opposite. You want them to be promoting the, the opposite of, of the bad things. But how do I do that? You know, and one of the things we say in the book, it, look, just write the first three most important issues to you. What are they? And they can be anything. They don't, that's the beauty of it. It can be anything that you want. And you can find a fund that will match those values. Typically, and in the back of the book, I have a, a section which sort of translates the how you might how a normal not a normal person how a non SRI financial professional might express a social or environmental uh, interest or need or value, and it shows what that would correlate to in terms of what the terminology is used in SRI. So it's it's actually there's a bit of a language barrier, but essentially you can choose exactly what you want. Um, Quick, just a little quick story. There was a woman who just got fed up one day, and she was I was interviewing her, and she was out in San Francisco, and she was driving across the uh, uh, Golden Gate Bridge one day, and she just was listening to not another senseless gun violence thing. And she just, when she got into town, she drove straight to her financial advisor, and she said, look, I don't want guns in my portfolio. I don't want violence in my portfolio. You get it out now or I'm walking. And the guy said, I don't know anything about that stuff. She says, fine, you've got two weeks. And guess what the guy did? He went and did it. And he developed a whole practice, got new clients. And, and so it was a win-win for everybody. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, you sh- share a couple of more stories in your book as well uh, of these uh, similar type of uh, stories that, that, that you outline. What are some of uh, your other favorite ones? Well, my favorite one is, uh, I have to say, and it's not because she's my mother-in-law, but the story that she has is fantastic. I mean, she emigrated from Hong Kong to Canada in the 1960s. And, you know, there weren't a lot of brown people in, in Vancouver at that time in Canada. And their, their family is originally, uh, my wife's family is originally from India, uh, but two generations stopped over in Hong Kong. So alien culture, uh, professional um, accreditation didn't, you know, transfer. And and my father-in-law, who was very high up in uh, what used to be called the Hong Kong Shanghai Bank, HSBC, uh, he couldn't get a job in banking. So he ended up getting a job in investing. And what they did over the years was save money uh, from very uh, modest salaries 
to uh, have almost a million dollars in in a, in a portfolio, and they just saved every day. They prioritized everything well. You know, they said we're going to live today, but we're also going to save for tomorrow. So after church on Sunday, they would go to dim sum. You know, to you know their cultural roots, and they would share that with friends and family. But they would save, and they always saved. And I think that the the discipline that they showed. And then when my father in law passed away. Um, the the kids got together with my mother-in-law and they said, you know, she was very worried. And she said, no, no, we can, we can plan this. And they came up with a wonderful plan and she's had a wonderful life. She's uh, traveled and done all the things she's wanted, given to charities, given to her church. And it, it's, it's a fantastic testament, testimony to what you can actually do if you're disciplined. And the best part is a couple years ago, she started uh, moving a lot of her portfolio into more sustainable and responsible investments. Uh, that was one story. Another quick story was, again, in the family, uh, our cousin Ryan, uh, you know, the, the typical millennial story, got out of college or didn't quite finish college. And decided, you know, I want to get into marketing and do some stuff. But he was smart. He put a down payment on a house, on a small apartment in Vancouver, uh, which is, I guess, besides Sydney, Australia, and London, one of the highest, and New York, one of the highest cost uh, real estate markets in the world. And he he bought a small apartment. And by the time he was 33, I think he's 33 or 35 now, it's paid off. And, and, and that's wonderful. And, and so these kinds of stories, I think, can inspire people to say, well, I can actually do that. And then, you know, in other parts of the book, we do a makeover of portfolios. So we, we took a couple portfolios that were non-socially environmentally responsible, and we did a makeover. So it shows you how powerful and how attached you can become to your new portfolio. And that's really what you want, not just from a uh, sustainability perspective, MC, but you want that from a financial perspective. You want to be looking at your portfolio on a regular and disciplined basis so that you can nurture it. And so I think there's all, there's tons of big stories and little stories in the book that hopefully that will inspire people to say, yeah, if I take care of this a bit more, I'm going to understand it a bit more and it will probably do better. No, absolutely. And, and so, so many, so many takeaways there. And it's just the, the whole, the whole premise of it too, as, as you'd mentioned too, is, um, besides hitting on your book, invest like you give a damn, but what's aligned with your, your principles, your values and your purpose. And that's one thing that we we talk about on this show quite a bit. Um, and one of the core messages that we have in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So, Mark, if you cannot pass on any money to future generations, and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Well, these are very, very interesting. It's a very interesting question. I think it's a fantastic question because, as you know, as the old saying is, you don't count your pennies on your deathbed, and that's so true. I think the first one that I would say is always be true to yourself because without self-honesty, you can't see the situation and the context that you're in. And you, and it's very difficult for you to understand how you should uh, act or maneuver or use your values to direct you to the best possible outcome. So you're feeling bad about debt or you feel like you haven't invested enough or you feel like your investments are not mixed to your value. Listen to that intuition. So always be true to yourself, I think, and pass that on to your kids 
And, and I think that we'll resolve a lot of the problems that we have in life uh, just by being true to ourselves. I think the other one is, I, I mean, in the book, I posit it as sort of, you know, we all have these kind of universal values. We want uh, clean, safe, secure communities that are vibrant, full of great jobs, good opportunity. Uh, we want to go to pristine environments. We want to enjoy, you know, uh, gener- intergenerational transfers of, of life and lifestyles. We want all that kind of stuff. We want our churches to succeed. We want our uh, community organizations to succeed. All these kinds of things. So do unto others as you would do unto yourself. I mean, I, that's it's not my wisdom, obviously, but it's one thing that if people reflect on that a lot and they take that as a life value, they'll, they'll connect with the things that they feel are important, that they've learned through their self-honesty, and they will project those out into the world. And, and if you're always positive about those things, you create a certain kind of energy in the groups, in the social groups, or your schools, or your clubs, or your teams, and that's a fantastic uh, a fantastic energy to give off to people. I know it sounds a bit hippy dippy, but honestly, if you're not cynical and you're positive, it rubs off and your life becomes better as a result. And I think the last thing that I would say is, and none of these things are very profound from, I mean, not, none of them, I mean, I'm coming up with, but I mean, learn, 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 you know, always try to learn and to become a better person and a better investor or a better saver and 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 keep your your mind open to all possibilities you know and don't collapse in on things that make you scared or change or things you can't control or people that you don't like learn about them from their perspective or whatever the context perspective is and you'll have a happier and healthier life i think that that's guaranteed so learn always be true and do unto others no, those are great. And I appreciate uh, you sharing about the, the the last one too, of keeping an open mind to other possibilities. And that's definitely something that I try to do with this show as well. And that's why I have many different guests on with many different ideas and they don't necessarily agree with one another, but I never wanted to, you know, I never wanted to have a platform that's just not another echo chamber, echoing the same ideas over and over. So appreciate uh, the refreshing take on uh, on a very very important uh, aspect of investing to have this be in line with your purpose uh, and your mission and your values and your principles mark um, where can my listeners uh, learn more about you where can they uh, find your book and uh, where can they reach out to you and where can they stay informed of all the projects that you're involved with First of all, MC, I want to congratulate you for having probably the best summary ever uh, in an interview that I've been having. So thank you so much for summarizing, uh, you know, what we try, what I'm trying to accomplish with the book. Um, you can reach me on Twitter at CSR Counts, or you can reach my blog at uh, thesustainablecentury.net, and you can reach out to me in those 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 two places. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Mark. This this has been fantastic to connect and thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and providing so much value for my listeners. Well, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for joining me again on the Cashflow Ninja and thank you for all of your support. You rock. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. If you're not a subscriber to the Cashflow Ninja Gosh Good newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text Cashflow Ninja to 44. 
Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic, market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion-dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you now can also participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments, Penumbra Solutions, at cashflowninja.com forward slash Life settlements. Blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies will not only disrupt money, but every industry on the planet. These new innovations and technologies will affect every area of our lives in the future. The cryptocurrency course teaches you everything you need to know about getting started and profiting with cryptocurrencies and also includes expert training from the top crypto experts in the world. You will learn about how to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrencies how to safely store your crypto, how to become a sound investor, even if you're just a beginner, and how to apply blockchain technology to your business. You can watch a free crypto masterclass and grab the crypto course at cashflowninja.com forward slash crypto course. Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the United States. Their simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Get your free copy of the ultimate guide to passive real estate investing at noradarealestate.com forward slash guide. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.